everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Speak to the Beak. I am Tim LaFerds. I'm joined by Keith Hernandez. You're hopefully listening to this on a Monday morning. We record on Saturdays, which means we officially made it to opening day. We've seen two days worth of games so far. It's currently 11-11, actually. Look at that. In the morning. Uh, so if you're a high school girl somewhere, make sure you make a wish. All right. Um, but Keith, how you doing? I'm doing great. I've watched 12 hours of baseball each of the last two days. Probably going to watch another 12 hours today, so going to be better. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm totally with you on that. Opening day was sweet. Uh, obviously, if you've been following me and Keith throughout the offseason, we've been doing divisional previews. Those are clearly over since we have some actual games and things to talk about. So the format of the show is going to change just a little bit. Uh, obviously, we're still going to give you all the news and our thoughts on the hot topics in baseball there. We also are going to just give you some fantasy advice, maybe a series we're looking forward to. So I know if you listen to Hockey with me and Joe Wilson over there, we are trying to convert some of the casual fans into diehards and or create some casual fans. So if you don't know where you stand on the spectrum here, because me and Keith are like maximum junkie capacity, um because we're out here streaming games at like 11.30 at night on the West Coast. <laughs> so you don't have to do that. But we can give you some series like, hey, if you wanted to see a couple of guys here or there, we got you covered. And then obviously, Keith will give us his little spiel of the week still with Keith's Corner. We got some good stuff for you. So don't worry. We will keep it entertaining throughout the year. The schedule will not change. We will be here dropping a pod every Monday morning. So once a week until, I don't know. October-ish, give or take. Uh, obviously, that would be playoff time, and we'll figure it out when we get there. So, before we start today's show, I know you guys are excited. A couple of things we have to do. The same things I've been saying. Number one, follow Beak Brands, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can see our content there. We post some pretty good stuff. Uh, you can, that's where you can also interact with Keith and I. I'm at Tim Ferdinand. He is at Keith Hernandez, two Zs. Um, number two, Check out the website, beakbrands.com. The podcast is posted there. Our written pieces are posted there. It's a good time. All right, number three would be if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. All right, we need it. Subscribe. Uh, and if you like the video content, definitely let us know. Give us some feedback. If you're listening on Apple and or Spotify, make sure you subscribe and follow. Share with your friends. Help a guy out. Alright, so now that that's out of the way, you would think at this point I'd have that pre-recorded, but no, I do not. I just say it every single time we start. Alright, Keith, so opening day was two days ago. Some quick news that we had. I just want to, obviously, Francisco Lindor news we're going to talk about, and normally we would open with that, but we're not because Trey Mancini is out here beating cancer, and I don't really that's care fair. about any other player. That's the most important thing. So I just want to say it was really cool to see him out there yesterday, and... Uh, he did get a hit in his return. I took him and beat the streak because you know this man just beat cancer. You knew damn well he was getting a hit in his first game back. So how cool was it to see Mancini back out on the field for oh, Baltimore? So happy for him. I have him on my fantasy team too. Uh, well, you, I mean, you took him and beat the streak. I, I've gone with Tim Anderson the last two days. So I'm up, I'm up to four right now on my, <laughs> on my beat the streak. I'm also so happy that beat the streak is back. Yes, love, I know. Love that. My favorite. But yeah. Love Trey Mancini, uh, you know, uh, what, I think he had, like, what, stage, I think he was, like, stage three cancer, that's crazy, Colon cancer, I know, like, yeah. Doc, yeah, like, doctors were telling him, like, he might not have played again, and he's, 
back out here starting opening day at first base. Yeah, it's so pretty sweet. I, it couldn't, couldn't be happier. The coolest thing for me about it was like, yeah, they took all the pictures pregame and all that stuff or whatever. Um, Xander Bogarts hits a single oh, yeah. or whatever, and then gives him a hug at first base. Like, that's super cool. Like, because they're supposed to be, like, oh. division rivals. They're not supposed to like each other. But, like, obviously that's, like, above baseball. And I just thought that was, like, awesome. And then when they posted it on the MLB Instagram, and all these players are commenting on their, like, can't wait to hug you when I get the first yeah. base when I play or yeah. whatever. Like, that's so cool. That is cool. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we just throw COVID right out the window. We're just hugging the other yeah. team. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good idea. I know they mean well, but, like, as a joke, yeah, let's hug the guy who just beat cancer. That's a great <laughs> idea. Well, like, eight. <laughs> 85% of the league is vaccinated. Now. I know, I know. So, like, it, they're, they're in good shape. It'll be fine. Except not the team that we needed to be vaccinated. And yeah, we're going to talk exactly, about that a little right? bit later. <laughs> yeah. But just want to say shout-out, Trey Mancini there. Uh, so let's get to get into some other news. Obviously, me and Keith are Mets fans. If you can't tell by what Keith's wearing, I mean, I don't know what you're doing. Um, yeah, there you go. Francisco Lindor, the deal got done, like, late, late at night. Uh, 11:30. Yeah, I was midnight. I think I didn't think it was gonna happen. I went to sleep. Uh, Well, I tried to go to sleep, and then for some reason I could not go to sleep. And like I wrote in my article, my stupidity senses were tingling, and I never checked my phone. But I was like, you know what? Like, I'm gonna get up and check my phone. And I checked it, and it was like text from you, a text from 20 other people, like notifications up the wazoo and i was just like oh my god i couldn't handle this right now so because i'm like trying to go to bed but i guess not so it's 10 years 341 he was hella petty he wanted that extra one million over tatis which we're going to talk about right now so as a mets fan you could be a fanboy first and then you could be objective after that so as a mets fan how do you feel about the lindor thing I, I mean, I love both sides. I, I don't, as a fan and as, as a fan, like, as a, like, looking as an outsider for, like, the club and just looking as a diehard best fan. I love it both ways. I, like, you can't give up your future. You, you like, you traded two shortstops. You traded a, a future middle of the rotation pitcher. Um, you can't give that up for a rental player. Like, there's just no way you could, you could make that happen. And I think, like, there was no way Lindor was leaving without an extension either because it just made it made too much sense for both sides. He wasn't going to get that much money, anywhere close to that money, on the free agent market. Nobody would have paid him that much. I think he would have gotten probably like eight to fifty, eight to seventy-five if he went out on the market. But now he's—I mean, now he's setting the market for guys like Corey Seager and Trevor Story too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I—I I, you have when you're the richest owner in baseball. I don't—I'm not concerned about money it's like if you need to keep a player give him as much money as you want i mean that goes for conforto that goes for Syndergaard or stroman whichever one or both if they want to keep both of them um he's not concerned about the luxury tax it's not a concern to me because it's not my money so (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's one way to look at it this this man made a a billion dollars in income in 2020 like i i he's yeah, it's it. <laughs> um, he it, when he when he had his first press conference with the team, he said he's he's not in this business to make money. So, I, the Mets the Mets aren't his main source of revenue like a majority of owners around sports are. He like he's we'll be fine. It it really doesn't matter. Um, I don't I don't care that he's gonna be playing through thirty six, thirty seven. Um, I 38. mean like thirty eight. Yeah, <laughs> but like. Um, Justin Turner's what 37, 38 right now, and he's 
playing like he's like 30. Yeah, but he's always um, been a really natural hitter, even when we had him. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So even, I mean, even if we go, I mean, it, like, Cano is just old. Like, he's just slow. That's yeah. the only thing. He can still hit. I mean, he's probably juicing too, but so <laughs> what? Um, I, w- I, w- I mean, I think we're going to get six, seven years of shortstop out of Lindor and probably going to have to move him to second base eventually. But, I mean, our top pr- our top prospect is a shortstop right now, Ronnie, Ronnie Maruccio. And if they have no plans on switching his position so they can get him to the majors, they have to trade him immediately for a pitcher. Immediately. You don't think they're going to move him to second and or third base? Third? I think third would make sense, but, like, we have Brett Beatty, too, who I really like. So true. Um, Mark Vientos is another top ten prospect that we have who's also a third baseman. He's kind of like an – he has the A-Rod body. He's, like, 6'4", like, super, super lean. Um, pretty sure he also came up as a shortstop, and they said, you're too tall to play shortstop. Go, go move to third base. Um, but Ronnie Mauricio has that frame too. He's like six four, six five. Um, saying, one of those guys is going to be terrible because the Mets player development is awful. We have this all the time. Like, oh, we awful. have so many top prospects, and they're yeah. terrible by the time they get to the major terrible. league. So, like, I can guarantee you, one of those guys will be awful. So we pretty we've much had, have two we, guys. <laughs> we've had too much luck with top prospects, like the last couple of Lately. prospects that came up, yeah. like like Jimenez and Dom Smith finally came around, and yeah, once he learned how to sleep. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, one of one of those guys is gonna be bad. Um, but who knows? So, I'm I'm glad you took the optimistic route. So obviously, I'm a little more realistic than that. Well, one we overpaid him, and I think you would agree. You'd agree with that because you said he was gonna get like two eighty, yeah. probably three hundred but... max on the open market. No one was gonna pay him that except for us. So. Yeah. The problem I have with it is, like, how the Mets went about it. Like, you did it the most, like, ass-backwards way possible. You <laughs> traded for this guy. You didn't sign him immediately. And what team trades for a rental and does not sign them immediately? I, I think it was because he didn't want to sign immediately. Like, I, like if you look back at the, the Johan Santana trade in, yeah. like, 2008, like, they traded for him, and they had, like, six hours to get an extension done. Yeah. Something like like a ridiculously short amount of time to get an extension done. And I know Lindor in his press conference was like, oh, yeah, like, I want to see the city. I, I need to know the organization. I need to know the That's players. fine, but, like, you got to like... sign them before. Like, obviously, people like Fernando Tatis don't just get signed. Like, oh, hey, you want to sign an extension? Yeah, I'll just give you this money. Like, obviously, you know yeah. they've been working on that. And when you look at their numbers, Tatis, like, blows him away across the board on, like, a seasonal average. I have those. Don't worry. So, like. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, seasonal average, but Tatis didn't play a full season yet. That's the thing. Yeah. But, like, I mean, his injuries aren't, like, these catastrophic things. Yeah. So, like, I'm, he's going to destroy him in all those numbers. So then, he, you know, you're going to – but Lindor's going to be like, well, what you just said, well, I play all the time and I've been in the league longer, so I deserve more. Like, first of all, no, you don't. But now here we are giving it to you anyway. So that's fine. Like, whatever. We'll give you the extra million dollars because you're a diva. That's why Cleveland traded you. But, like, I think we're going to get four – years of like prime francisco lindor left and then we'll get like two years like give of or take like, of like like above average yeah like well above average play and then the last like two or three years of that it's it's gonna be bad i think yeah but uh, and, you know i think that's expected with like every long-term deal. well that's why i don't like giving long-term deals like i don't mind giving you like a lot <laughs> but, of money like if he i would have given you eight for like 320 
Because I just don't want the last two years on there. For superstars, you have to do it. Like that's that's the only way you're gonna keep them. All right, good. So I'm glad you brought up that word because he's not a superstar. All right, so here we go. I wrote about this. I wrote about it. All right, so I don't know if you read this, but for everyone else, so I took the best quote unquote eight shortstops in baseball and I compiled all their stats. All right, so these are the guys that I chose. You tell me if I'm missing anyone. Right, Fernando Tatis, Trey Turner. Lindor, Seager, Story, Bogarts, Correa, and Bo Bichette. I left off Javi Baez yeah. and Gleyber Torres. Yeah. You agree with that? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because when I looked at their Javi numbers Baez, compared to yeah. his, it's like, wasn't even close. So, obviously, he's better than those guys, right? So, out of those eight players, what I did was, because obviously, you know, like you said, Tatis has only played, like, two seasons, and then Seager got hurt, and he had, like, Tommy John in the middle of one, and then Pete, like... So they've all played a different yeah. amount of time. Like, Story came up, and then he was, like, on fire. So I didn't want to go, like, just based off one season at a time because then obviously no one can match that home run total from the first year. So I yeah, I thought the fairest route was to just go seasonal average across the board. Mm-hmm. So out of those guys that I just named, this is where he ranks in major categories. Runs fourth. Well, we'll do runs and RBIs first because I think that's a product of where you hit in the lineup. Runs yeah. fourth and home runs seventh. I mean, uh, RBI seventh. So, obviously, Cleveland was batting at the top of the order. So, obviously, you can't hold yeah. that against he was, them. He, was, yeah. he, he requested a hit leadoff yeah. a lot. So, he's not going to have a lot of RBIs. So, throw that out. And then runs, I mean, that's just the people behind him can't hit. So, get rid of those two. Mm-hmm. All right. Then you got, he's fourth in hits, third in doubles, fifth in triples, fourth in home runs, fourth in stolen bases, fourth in walks, sixth in batting average. Which I was surprised, Zach. He's actually a good hitter. Seventh and on mm-hmm. base, fifth and slugging, fifth and OPS, and fifth and OPS plus. And I just don't think. Obviously, we like you said, he had our balls in a vice grip. There's nothing you can do about it. Like you, you, you yeah. screwed up, you had to pay him. But like, I don't know if he's gonna like age that well because he's already like we had a conversation last week about like guys that are just like good at everything and not amazing mm-hmm. at anything. I think he's really good at a lot of things and amazing at nothing. And those are the players that don't really age well, except for Derek Jeter. And I don't think he's Derek Jeter. Mm. I don't know. It just makes me sad. Like the way we did it was just <laughs> foolish. It just, it was foolish. Like, I don't hate it. Like I'm a, like, if hating it was like a one and loving it was like a 10, I'm at like a six. Like I'm lukewarm on it because like the upside okay. immediately is like amazing because he's right in his prime. The first three years we're probably gonna make the better end of the deal. Yeah. Because he's probably worth more in the beginning, but at the end we're just gonna get shafted. We're like we're gonna have Robinson Cano or Albert Pujols like 2.0. And I think the reason I look at it that way is like they they showed that graphic on MLB Network of like highest paid mm-hmm. best players of all time. And it was, like, him who we overpaid for, DeGrom, which is, like, the biggest bargain in baseball, either him or Ronald Acuna, you could pick one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cespedes, who was terrible, David Wright, who was terrible, and uh, who's Johan Santana, Santana, who had, like, two or three years, and then he popped his shoulder, and then RIP. And that was it. Yeah. So, like, well, that's why I don't like long years. Because, like, one catastrophic injury, you're in big trouble now. Well, if you get, I mean, if he gets hurt and he's out for two, two straight years, insurance covers it, and we don't even have to pay it. So yeah, it we can David Wright him. But that's enough about <laughs> that's enough about Lindor. That was a solid ten minutes there. Um, yeah. So, but that's our thoughts there. Like we said, Keith loves it for both ends. I'm more of like not lukewarm, 
but like, but not boiling hot, like somewhere in the middle, you know, like if you were going to make pasta, you can make pasta, but you'd be there for like 10 hours. So, um, cause I'm back and forth. Uh, let's talk about some other things we saw this week. Opening day, yep. Josh Donaldson already injured because of course he is. He hit, he hit a double and he came limping around first base and. But they said it wasn't his calf, which I was surprised at. They said it was his hammy, which might actually be worse, but... That's definitely worse. (laughs) Um, But, I mean, I guess that's something easier that you can handle. Calves are kind of, like, genetic, you know what I mean? It's kind of just like you have them or you don't, and he doesn't. Um, Hammies hammies you could fix, but... If you have weak hammies, you're going to have knee problems. And he's already, what, 30, 36, 37? Yeah. If, if his hammies leave the knee problem, he's done. He's, he's also on a kind of long-term deal. He's got, like, two or three more years left. I can't believe the Twins signed him that long of a deal. I know. But, I mean, he can hit. He can still hit. But it's just, like, he oh, can't he move. Hit. Yeah. Down. He just can't, yeah. He, uh, they, he can't, they can't play him at third base. No, um, if he was going to play a position, it would have to be first. Or DH. Because you can't, yeah. but because you have Nelson Cruz, he's also 41 <laughs> years old. So like, oh, it's got to be first uh, then, and puts Sano yeah, back at third. A, yeah, I don't love that. No, God, no. I don't love that. They're they're in, they're in a bad position. Um, Their team is good though. They just have team a, is good. They have a lot of guys that do the same thing, which is not move yeah. and just hit bombs. Yeah, and hit bombs. They they've been trying that recipe forever and losing the first round of the playoffs. How about that video though? You were telling me about about josh oh Donaldson's cat. yeah tell the people <laughs> tell the people i wish we had the video right. to show but yeah i wish i wish we could we could play it but there's this video of this like barbecue place in the south and he has like this this big like turkey leg or something and the the guy at the <laughs> restaurant's like if it don't fall off the bone it's free and he picks it up and he holds it down and all the meat just slides right off the bone <laughs> and someone posted it on twitter the caption was like this is josh Donaldson's cat <laughs> That's so oh funny. God. That's so funny. All right, so obviously that's not a not a good thing for the Twins there. Uh, but no. let's transition. Um, so we'll talk about some MLB storylines we have for this year. I'll let you go first. So what do you got? What's the thing you're looking out for? If you could just pick one item that you're looking for this year. Oh man, I guess um, like the new the new baseballs they they talked about. Um. You know, if you if you've been watching like the uh, the Padres games, the Padres uh, Diamondback series, and I think uh, yeah, Seattle the Seattle Giants series, those balls are flying out of the park. Yeah. Someone someone hit like a like a three quarter swing. I think it was this was in, in Seattle, like three quarter swing, popped it up to right field, and it was like five rows deep <laughs> in the right field bleachers, <laughs> and I was like, there's like no way, like no way. You but see Joey Wendell had a Chase Utley home run yesterday? He filed through to like <laughs> yeah, his shoulder yeah, yeah. and the ball was like 20 yeah. rows back. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea how he did that. Um, but, I mean, the Blue Jays-Yankees game looked good in terms of like the new baseball like working. Yeah. Because, I mean, Gary Sanchez, the one he hit, he got it. I think Teoscar Hernandez hit one. Yeah, he did. And the one he hit, he got it. Like, that. those were like solid home runs. Um. Trying to look at some other games, like I mean, Rays and Marlins. I mean, I don't know if they just couldn't hit. I didn't watch the game. Well, the, the first game, hit, Austin Meadows just... home run one zero, and then the second yeah, game, then... going into like the seventh inning, it was Austin Meadows home run one zero. Home run. It was just yeah. Austin Meadows. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Uh, Angels White Sox look good too. I've, I've watched both of those games because those are super talented teams. teams too. Yeah, yeah, super super talented teams. I love watching Rendon and Trout and Otani. Um, I'm, I know I hated on Otani before. I'm kind of on the Otani hitting train now. After I watched him hit a ball into the highway in spring training. Okay, change your mind. <laughs> yeah, change my mind. Change I'm not on mind. the pitching train. I'm not okay. on the pitching train yet. I'm I'm down with him being a hitter. Um, and then I mean I mean obviously Tim Anderson I love. Yeah, everyone loves Tim so, Anderson. That promo yeah. they did where he throws the bat. Oh, oh my god, man. I love, love that. Love I love that. Ah, so, so Keats on the juice ball thing. Juice ball, yeah. For me, it's. I mean, I wrote about a couple already, but this was one of them that did not make the article because I could have been here writing it for like, you know, four pages of length. Um, the NL MVP race. So I'm going to tell you three guys. You think if anyone else even has a chance to win it, all right? So Soto, Tatis, and Acuna. You think it's it's a lock to be one of those three guys? It's a, Yeah. Okay. So here's a question for you because this is a hot topic among baseball. Unless, wait, okay. unless, yeah. like, Aaron Nola pitches to, like, a 1-5 ERA and, like, carries the Phillies. Carries on like, his back, yeah. There's a couple of those. Like, Yelich yeah. could do that, bat, like, 340 yeah. and, like, carry the Brewers. Yelich is on a revenge tour. Yeah, he is. He's... You see what he said? He was like, "Yeah, I knew I sucked last year." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> all right." Well, did you did you see the video he posted after their first win? No, I didn't it was see like the video. you know how like Tom Brady posted posts those like montages on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah. After every single win, he did the same exact thing. Oh man, he's <laughs> livid. Yeah, I see, and he got lucky that who was that in right field that dropped that right to him? I forgot who it was. Oh, I don't remember. Guys going back on it hits him like right. You could see him too. Hits him right in the mitt, and he looks at his mitt like, there's supposed to be a white thing in here. What happened? And it's, like, on the warning track. Um, so, back to Soto Tatis and Acuna, though. If you had yeah. to pick one guy to build around your team, which one are you taking and why? I want to say Tatis just because it's, like, a that's a, a cornerstone position. Like, you need the shortstop to okay. hold down your team. But, like... Soto is so good. Soto is just like he's, he's so by, good. out of the three of them, he's like by far the best hitter. I think, in my opinion. Okay. Um, and I think like I te- like Juan Soto and like Ted Williams is like an actual comparison. Comparison, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's like that's, that's like insane. a real thing. That's not like a stretch. It's like an actual thing. I think that's just like. That's what's pushing me to go with Soto. Okay. Ah, that's interesting. So for me, yeah, it's either Tatis or Acuna, and I'll tell you why. So same thing you said. You need a shortstop, like strong up the middle defense. Me and Keith play baseball the same way. Like you need it. He's also electric, and like people that don't even yeah. like baseball are like, yo, I love this guy. Like he makes almost getting thrown out of first base exciting. Like I like him a <laughs> lot. Um, for me though. The reason, like, Soto's probably, no, not probably. Soto is, like, definitely the better hitter than Acuna, but, like, Acuna can go 40-40, and Soto's not, because Soto doesn't that run. That's true. Soto doesn't run. That's like, true. Acuna's got everything. Soto can't run, uh, which is not a bad thing. I mean, the guy's going to bat, like, 335, and it's, like, 10 He's years. Gonna, like, yeah, exactly. We're nitpicking, like, the most absolutely, like, <laughs> fine details. But I just yeah. like guys who can hit and run, so that's why I'd be at Acuna, because he can play center. He can't play center, but yeah. how many times have the Braves take him out for defensive replacements every single game he plays center? I mean, that's I mean, Soto Soto can't even play left field, so like, 
Yeah, well, he's playing he... right field. Well, we haven't seen him play right field yet. <laughs> nationals are so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so but... we can, we can talk about that real quick. That's a good transition. So, yeah. but we're both on Tatis, and then it's just like your preference. Keith likes more of the yeah, your thing. Preference. I'm more of a speed defense guy, but not like obviously those are the best three guys in the National League. It's not close. So, oh yeah, um, not even close. The Nationals, obviously, we have not seen the Mets and Nationals play. Nationals have COVID or whatever. Three guys have COVID, whatever. There's, like, rumors on Twitter. That's because these guys went to, like, a strip club. I don't know if that's true or not. Probably (laughs) not. But one of them I saw was, like, Trey Turner was at the strip club. And some guy commented, like, this guy looks like like he's a 12-year-old. There's no way they let him. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was a joke because it was, like, just like the four or five best players, like Trey Turner, yeah. Soto. Like, well, I saw Turner's. I saw Turner's name a couple of times in like different tweets. So I'm curious to see okay. if he plays on Monday now, or that's just like a made up thing. They want to make fun of him because he looks like he's ten. Um, <laughs> there's no, there's currently no information on who yeah, or what, zero. but obviously the Nationals haven't played, the Mets haven't played, which is a shame. But Keith is happy because in our baseball league, he's playing against Degrom, who has not pitched yet. So that's rough for <laughs> yeah. our friend Joe there. Um, oh my god, that saved me. But obviously it's not a favorite thing you've seen because it hasn't happened. So what is, like, give me your two favorite things so far, and then we'll move on from opening day and yesterday. What are the two favorite, your two favorite things you've oh, seen? Oh man. Well, I was happy, like, obviously Man- Mancini playing, yeah. playing yesterday. That's, that's like, huge. Um, man. Oh, oh, and you know, Michael Kopech pitched yesterday, and he got the win. And he got the win, coming out of the bullpen. That's, yeah, coming out of the bullpen, they're, they're starting to build him up, uh, back up to starting a starting role. So if you, uh, I guess, I, I don't know if we're going to talk about fantasy now, but uh, not in a couple of minutes. But if they turn him for this year keep on your, into yeah. a super reliever like Josh Hader, everyone in the American League's in trouble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that would be smart for them. Cause, at least this year, I mean, yeah. Have, at least this year. I think they have enough starting starting pitching to you know make it through. They don't have the bullpen to do it. Yeah, he could really lighten and them out. Yesterday, or not yesterday, the, uh, game one, they didn't bring in Hendricks into a spot where they should have brought in Hendricks. And then yesterday, I think in like the eighth inning, they were like runners on first and second or something, and Trout and Rendon were coming up, and they didn't put in Hendricks. I... <laughs> and then they put him in in the in the ninth when they were already up like six runs, and he gave up two. Because it wasn't a safe situation, yeah. he's probably out of it. But like, Tony Larusa's got to got to get the ah. It's a second game back, Keith. Give him a break. <laughs> Give the man a break. He's like seventy five years old. No, 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 he intentionally walked Albert Pujols in twenty twenty one. But that's his guy. <laughs> Come on, that's that's literally his guy. But it's it's forty two year old Albert Pujols. I know, but like, you think it's not like a sign of respect? Like, hey. You know, you no, batted three forty-five for me with forty no, home runs for like ten game. years. It was a close game. Like it was a close game. He could. He was throwing the game for for the sake of kissing Albert Pujols' Pujols. butt. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> Tony Larusa does some weird things. That's definitely one of them. <laughs> uh, one of the favorite things I saw this week, though, or one of my favorite things, um, playing in a blizzard. Okay, so oh my god, I'm not sure. <laughs> like it was awesome to see as a fan. But as someone who is like a baseball player, and I'm sure a lot of people listening to this either played baseball at a high level or whatever, listen, that is not fun, playing when it's cold out. That is terrible. So here's my question to you. Why is Tampa playing in Miami and the Diamondbacks are playing in San Diego? 
yet we got three teams out here literally playing in the snow. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. Like it Detroit so should be opening up in Tampa in the dome. Yeah, in the dome. Like they should not be anywhere up there. Um, oh, the man. same day, the same day that they were playing the blizzard, Boston canceled their they postponed their game because of a chance of rain. It didn't even <laughs> rain. They like they didn't even rain and they canceled the game. Oh man, that's incredible. So that's incredible. The other thing I was looking out for though, um, the Justin Turner, Cody Bellinger, like taking a home run away from him. That was pretty awesome. Oh my god, that was hilarious. Uh, because you don't really see that, so I'll just draw a picture real quick. Uh, I guess we'll promote John Boy because I just think he's hilarious. So check it yeah. out. He did a breakdown on YouTube. Turner's on first. Bellinger hits a home run to left field, but it looks like Tapia robs the home run. So Turner, like, rounded second already. He's like, oh, I got to get back. So he sprints back, but it turns out that Tapia lost the ball when he hit the fence. It, like, rolled out of his mitt. So then Bellinger's, like, pointing, like, no, no, what are you doing? And then Turner, like, hauls ass all the way back to first base. So what ended up happening was Bellinger credited with an RBI single because technically he passed the runner, even though it was Turner's fault. Bellinger's out, does not get credit for the home run. Turner gets, you know, gets the score on the play. And in the yeah. dugout, they both looked so confused. Cody Bellinger looked lost. Like, he had no idea what was <laughs> happening. That was my favorite Cody, part of it. Cody Bellinger looks lost any time he's out on the field. That's why I liked it. Because he looked <laughs> like he had no, like, what rule are we talking about? Like, he knew something messed up, like, when Turner was going back and he passed them. But then after that, like, you could see him on the, like, standing outside the dugout. He's just like, you could read his lips, like, what's happening? What's going on? Like, he has <laughs> no idea what's happening. That's my best, favorite part I, of the whole thing. I... I wonder how long it took him to find out that he didn't get credit for a home run. Yeah, I don't know. I have I, no idea. I feel like he still doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was funny, though. Uh, and then, obviously, uh, Fernando Tatis almost getting thrown out of first base, but doing the little matrix slide. Big fan of yeah. that. Um, but we're going to move on because we're already – let's see. How, how deep are we into this here? I'm like – we're about minutes. 30 minutes on the dot, so we're going to try to keep this a little bit shorter for you guys, because obviously it's the weekend, and by the time you listen to this, it's Monday, but we just like to give our thoughts here. So, we're going to start a thing, here we go, our stimulating series of the week. So, if you're a casual person, and you want to look out for a series that you might want to watch a game or two of, or catch a couple of innings here and there, me and Keith will both give you a different series, and why we kind of want to look out for that one. So, Keith, why don't you go first? Uh... What's your stimulating series of the week and why? Yeah. Yeah. So I got uh, the A's against the Dodgers. Um, this is a huge series for two series for the A's because they look like they're about to get swept by the Houston Astros. So off the bat, you're going to start. Pro- Let's, I'll give, I'll be optimistic. I'll give them one of the four. So you're going to start the series, the, the, the season one in three. You're going to start in last. Astros to the top team, the only team in your division that you got to really worry about. They got three games on you already. Now you're going to play the best team in baseball. And if you don't get, like, if you don't win two out of three, I think it's a three game series, but you got to win, you got to win the series. You got to win two out of three at least. Because if you, let's say you, let's say worst case scenario, they get swept by the, the Astros, they're 0 4. Then they go and play the Dodgers, and the Dodgers come in there and just score 12 runs every game. And now you're now you're zero and seven to start the season. Like that's a hard place to get yourself out of. Uh, trust me, I'm well aware because I picked the Oakland A's to win the division. Um, <laughs> so I got a lot of heat for that. Like people coming at me on Instagram and stuff. Like, listen, 
if there was a gun to my head and my life depended on it, I'm taking the Dodgers and the Yankees. All right, like relax, <laughs> take it easy. Like you people are mania. You think the A's are gonna go to the World Series? Like ah, right, listen, we're trying to be a little creative. Like everyone could just pick chalk. Yeah. Everyone could say pick your team out of Padres, Dodgers, and then you know whatever the Yankees. But like that's boring. So I mean, you try to mix it up out here. So the National League, we were like in lockstep, but like. No, like, if I had to choose right now, life and death, the A's or the Yankees, I'm taking the Yankees. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> so, but just for my, my prediction, it ain't looking good to start the year. No. Not really sure <laughs> no. what the A's are doing, starting their number four on opening day. Really weird. Um, yeah. Like, I know Montas is their best pitcher, but he had he had to throw a bullpen on Wednesday to pitch on Monday. So, like, all right. Like, why are you starting Chris Bassett on opening day? I don't know. Very weird. They had Lazardo um, go yesterday, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Lazardo's stuff is cool. electric, but his location oh, yeah. is terrible. Um, when he like refines it eventually, he's gonna be he really like, good. Like, is he like Robbie Ray status right now? I didn't watch that game yesterday. He'll probably be like Robbie Ray. Yeah, he's gonna strike a okay. ton of dudes out, walk a couple of guys. That's how he got himself in trouble. The three run homer to Bregman. He finally mm-hmm. pulled it over the plate and he cranked it left center. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, that's a good series to watch, obviously. Right, Bregman, Bregman's another guy in a revenge tour. Yeah, that whole team he, is. You see Altuve tagging so up on that pop fly? Oh, it's like, yeah, whatever, two feet onto was, the grass? That was closer to to the plate than the one that Tatis tagged up on like two I, years ago. Yeah, that's insane. That was ridiculous. Well, uh, uh, Andrews also has like a noodle arm. So I think he knew what he was doing. Oh, that but was like, calculated. But the fact that you would do that in yeah. a professional game, that's bold insane that's disrespectful (laughs) um my series for next week or i guess you're listening to this on monday so this week coming up blue jays angels so you want to see some star power you came to the right place vlad guerrero jr bo bichette kevin biggio mike trout otani rendon albert pools dylan bundy engine ryu justin upton like there are dudes everywhere in this series and the most the most underrated shortstop in baseball jose iglesias yes he's he's well you remember when he was bad when he was like really oh, bad, he was, terrible. he was like a strict yeah. defensive player, and then he just like learned like, how to hit. Two two twenty hitter, like at most. Yeah, but now he's like good. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, but you got a lot of guys in that series. There should be a lot of firepower. And I know we weren't going to talk about this, but I forgot. And then you brought up shortstops. Mm-hmm. You see Ahinio Suarez botching that easy double play for the Reds. <laughs> Do you think that's yeah. going to work with, like, Moustakis, who's already limited defensively, Suarez no. playing out of position, and then Jonathan India playing second base? No, we, we we talked about this in the division preview. They don't have any defense, and that's going to that's gonna kill them, like, more than, like, their bullpen. Yeah, for I mean, it did on the first game. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if you missed it, Yadier Molina, who literally is so <laughs> slow, so slow, hits Can't a ball run. to shortstop. Suarez boshes it, and then, like, whatever, two-run score, and then the next uh, the next hitter comes up and hits a three-run homer of Castillo. The inning should have been over. But you could tell he was, like, trying to backhand it and get it out fast. Like, dude, you got to know who's running. It's Yadier Molina. You could pick the ball and run it to first base yourself before he gets there. Like, oh, man. I mean, that just made me sad because I have Castillo on my great. fantasy team. Like, oh. And none of those are, like, unearned runs. Because, like, yeah. oh, you can't assume whatever, like, a double play. Like, it's Yadier Molina, all right? Me and Keith could go out there right now at shortstop and throw him out ten times out of ten times, bro. Like, there's I no way. I can't even way. throw a baseball anymore. <laughs> I can still throw him out. <laughs> oh, my God. But, no. So, my series, Blue Jays-Angels, 
Keith series yeah. Dodgers A's. So don't worry. We got some West Coast love for you guys out here. Look, dig the West Coast games. Um, we got two more things. We're going to do a little fantasy segment here, Keith. And then mm-hmm. we're going to do Keith's Corner. So to start, we're going to start with our fantasy segment. So it's going to, if you're new to this, right, We're gonna. it's going to be called Who's Your Randy? Kind of like Who's Your Daddy? All right. So a little story behind that if you're a casual Long time ago, Yankees fans out here chanting, who's your daddy, to Pedro Martinez. Uh, and then they promptly blew a 3 nothing lead in the 4 ALCS. Red Sox went on to win the World Series. Pedro pitched in Game 7, got through the 7th inning. Um, so you're probably saying, well, who, why, who's your Randy? Because uh, last year, Randy Rosarena was, like, stupid hot. Like, all-time rankings hot. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to give you guys that we think are going to be good streamers for your fantasy baseball team. Who's your Randy? And it's they're randoms because they're random guys that are on waivers. We're going to try to shoot mm-hmm. for guys that are um, rostered in less than 50% of leagues if we can. And me and Keith have two really good ones for you today. So, yep. Keith, I'm just going to keep kicking it to you because we're killing it today. Who's who's your Randy? <laughs> I'm, I'm going with my joy, uh, John Means. Uh, 2019 All-Star finished second in the Rookie of the Year voting in 2019. I think he had had a better chance to win it if he didn't fall apart in the second half. Um, but he's back. This guy, this guy was was torched by the the Juice Ball last year, definitely. Um, he had an ERA. I mean, ERA wasn't even that bad. It was like a four 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 six. But his WHIP was under one. Like, it doesn't matter like what kind of league you play in. Like the only the only thing he doesn't do is strike people out. I mean that's fine. He, he did yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> he was struck out struck out five guys against yeah. in seven innings against the against the Red Sox. It was, I mean, it's good for him. Um, changeup was working. A lot of first pitch strikes. He looked really 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 sharp. Um, category league points league doesn't matter. He's gonna have a low ERA. Gonna have a low WHIP. Uh, not gonna give up obviously low ERA. Not gonna give up a lot of runs. Um, so. You're gonna you're gonna be in good shape if you pick him up. Right now he's rostered as of, as of Saturday, rostered in 41.4 percent of ESPN leagues. I think he's up to 61 percent now, 62 percent in in Yahoo. Um, but I, after after yesterday, it looks like 14.5 percent of people added him. He was, he was under 30 yesterday, so. So he's going to be a good streamer because the way the rotation might work out, he might get a two start week in next week. Yeah. So like you could get him for probably Tuesday or Wednesday ish of this week, maybe Thursday, and then two stars the week after. So that's a good pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keith's all about the John Means life. Love John Means. For me, my Randy uh, is going to be Brady Singer. All right, Kansas City Royals. Me and Keith talked in our divisional previews how we thought both thought the Royals were going to be better than expected. Um, he's only rostered in twenty six percent of leagues. All right, he pitches tomorrow, which is Sunday, but you're listening on Monday, so he would have pitched already. Last year, he came up, he was pretty good. This spring, 2.65 ERA, 20 Ks, 5 walks, and 17 innings. All right, so there's a couple reasons why we want this guy. Obviously, low ERA, low whip, and he strikes guys out. That's what we want. Number two, plays in a super weak offensive division. All right, like mm-hmm. the Indians cannot hit, and the Tigers really can't hit either. So that's two teams right there, gravy matchups. He has a really good chance to break out this year. He misses a lot of bats. Uh, and obviously, the K, Kauffman Stadium over there, super pitcher-friendly ballpark. So, like, he should be a good pickup. And if you play with negative points for losses, they're probably not going to lose a lot of his starts because the Royals' pitching is their weak point. Like, they could hit. 
They have yeah, guys who get hit. hit. So they're going to put up runs. So you'll probably you might not get a ton of win a ton of wins, excuse me. But in terms of um, no decisions and whatnot, you're not going to take a lot of losses. So oh, yeah. Brady Singer, that's my guy. I have him in every league I'm in. If you don't have him yet, you need to add this man immediately. Because this is not a streamer for me. This is like a long term, like I'm holding on to this yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah, only only twenty twenty six percent in in uh, ESPN leagues. Uh, looks like he was added, like his uptick went like up by like eight or nine percent, like the last like day or two. Okay. But in Yahoo leagues, he's up, he's owned in fifty nine percent of Yahoo. Wow, leagues. really? I got him. I got him in my twelve man league though. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. He's gonna be a stud. You know, first round pick only. I think twenty nineteen. He's a first round pick. Had a had a really good minor league season his first year. Pitched with an ERA, I think around two six, and between like two or yeah, three major league teams. I'm high for him. Like, single A, like, double A, yeah. something like that. Came up last, yeah, like you said, came up last year. He was a stud. Had an amazing spring training. He's gonna be very, very good. Yeah, go pick that guy up. Um, oh yeah. So those are our two Randys: John Means, Brady Singer. John Means really not a random. Brady not Singer a Randy, definitely but... a Randy. Uh, yeah. Okay, so Keith, we're gonna wrap up today real quick with Keith's corner. So what do you got for mm-hmm. us? Not not too much of a rant, just something like funny. Okay, let's uh, hear it. Just how the <laughs> the White Sox are treating Aloy Jimenez like he's dead. Like, <laughs> um, opening day, they they hung up his jersey in the dugout, and every player and coach signed it. And then player introductions before the game, they brought his jersey out there, like they like they did for like Jose Fernandez. And then like the the White Sox Twitter was tweeting pictures like. Eloy Jimenez, you're with us forever and always and stuff and like, oh like oh my goodness, he's he's, he's only he's I mean he survived surgery he's he's fine, <laughs> he's he's recovering, but now everyone's making all these memes of, of like, you know like the uh, like the gates of heaven picture yeah where it's like <laughs> that meme's really um, funny yeah like, with like all those celebrities and like Harambe and all that stuff <laughs> and, and they have like Eloy Jimenez walking up there with his bat. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that was weird how they like treated him. That like he literally is dead, but like he's dead. just out for like he might not even miss the whole season. Like he literally might come back, and they're treating him like he's this guy come... is like dead. Yeah. Oh my god! I don't god. get it. That's insane. <laughs> that's complete insanity. Um, but listen, that's what we got for today. That's a pretty good Keats corner. That's funny. Uh, hopefully, if you're a Mets fan, you get to watch some Mets baseball on Monday. We'll see what happens. Um. Listen, me and Keith will be Super back fun. out here every week. Like we said, Monday's dropping a pod. Remember, follow Beak Brands, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can follow me and Keith at Tim Ferdinand or at Keith Hernandez, two Zs. Uh, check out the website, BeakBrands.com. If you're on YouTube, subscribe. Share with your friends, maybe. If you're on Apple or Spotify, you know, rate and review, follow, subscribe. Also share with your friends. All right, we could use some help out here getting the word out. If you're a fan, let us know. If you don't like us, let us know. Maybe we can fix a couple of things for you. Uh, but until then, we will be back out here next week with another pod. And don't worry, me and Keith got you covered top to bottom because we don't sleep anymore now that baseball started. We will be up until about 1130 watching West Coast games. So oh, yeah. until next time, me and Keith are out of here. Thank you.